Welcome to the next episode of the Plant-Based Performance Podcast with me, Emma. And me, Lee. How are you doing, Emma? I'm all right, thanks. How are you? Yeah, I'm not too bad. How was Halloween? Uh, Quiet. We stayed in, didn't we? We did. Didn't dress up, though. No, we didn't. No, we didn't dress up. How boring is that? We're both performers and we didn't dress up for Halloween. No, I never really do, though. Don't you? No, I don't think I've dressed up since I was about 19. I love Halloween. I know you do. And my mum loved Halloween. So, you know, it's just, it's one of those holidays that I can really get behind because I like being somebody else. <laughs> Fair enough. I prefer it when you're yourself. Yeah. <laughs> but um, we went out and got some vegan sweets, didn't we, to hand out to some kids? We did. We only got them vegan because it meant we could keep some though. Exactly, right? If you're going to do Halloween and give out treats, you want to treat yourself a little bit. <laughs> So yeah, it was like love hearts and things like that. It was very good. So me, like the films that I normally go to are comedies, we do drama every now and again, but very, very rarely do go for horror films. But yesterday we did three, didn't we? Yeah. I'm a bit nervous today. I feel like something might jump out at me somewhere. <laughs> so guys, if you've got any horror recommendations for us, because we're novices at this, like... Ask me about the MCU, I can tell you about it backwards and upside down. Comedy, I can give you recommendations, sci-fi, a bit of gangster and things like that. But horror, we spent a lot of time yesterday trying to figure out what to watch. Yeah. We knew we wanted to watch The Shining because yes. of uh, like a it's breakdown been, that we saw. It's been mentioned so much recently in TV shows we're watching and things. It's and it's been referenced weird. in absolutely everything. Toy Story, Simpsons, Family, Family Guy. Guy. Yeah, weird. <laughs> So we knew we wanted to watch that. Uh, we wanted to watch Final Destination because I've seen that one before. Yeah. But then we were like, let's watch some of the horror classics. Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street, It, Freddy versus Jake. Like, and I don't know anything about that. Where do we start? Like, guys, give me, give me your hints and tips. In the end, we ended up watching The Conjuring, which may not have been the first film in that whole franchise. I don't know. But... The problem is with a lot of the classics is that they weren't free. So no. I'm already paying for Amazon Prime, so I pretty much flat out refuse to pay anything else because <laughs> I don't think it's fair. I'm already paying. I, I agree. I totally agree. And before we get started properly on this one, guys, I want to apologise for the last podcast i was drinking quite a lot throughout it and i was like oh the mic won't pick that up just water just, just water but yeah it it picked Slurped it up your way through it didn't you <laughs> editing that was awful yeah unpleasant <laughs> also from editing it turns out i say the word um about 12 times a second <laughs> So I'm going to try not to say um this week but they would never have known that because i cut it out so now you've just dropped yourself into that. Well, I can edit this out if I want to. <laughs> yes, Emma. We said last week that Emma's taking over the edit. She sat with me whilst I edited last week, so she got a basic understanding of it. This week, it is firmly in your hands. So for all I know, I could be cut 
right now and we go straight into whatever Emma wants to talk about. Yeah, I'm just going to cut you out completely. <laughs> no, nothing new there then really, is there? So today is not only the day after Halloween, not only the beginning of November, but it's a special day because today is My brother's world... birthday. What? It's my brother's birthday. Oh, which one? Barry. Happy birthday, Barry. Uh, no, not just that. Oh, okay. It's actually World Vegan Day. World Vegan Day. Let's throw in like a cheer or something here. Yay. Oh, not for me. I mean, you can cheer as well. I think everyone should cheer World Vegan Day. <laughs> so World Vegan Day was actually created in 1994 by an animal rights activist called Louise Wallace. And she did it as a way to commemorate the 50th anniversary of the establishment of the Vegan Society in the UK. Vegan Society is still a thing now. So the Vegan Society was established 50 years before 94. So it was established in 1944. Wow. Yeah. I didn't realise there was vegans back in 1944. I mean, there must have been though, right? Like, I didn't know that there was a term for it back then. Yeah, but I didn't know it was a big enough thing back then for someone to make a society out of it. So for me, vegan veganism has only been, in my vision of it, for the past 10 years, maybe? 10, 20 yeah. years? So we knew about, well, we knew about vegetarians, but the word vegan didn't really come into my acknowledgement until fairly recently. Mm-hmm. So it's it's crazy to think that it's been going around since, since the war. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess it had to have done because of rations and things like yeah. that. Maybe that's where people began. I'm not sure. Wow. So happy World Vegan Day. How are you celebrating it? Please let us know. How yeah. are we celebrating it, Emma? Uh, we're recording this podcast. Yes, we are. That's all we're doing, I think. That's, that's all we're doing. <laughs> but uh, it's also, November is World Vegan Month. So okay. we've got plenty of time to be uh, celebrating. So let me just ask, it's World Vegan Day today. Yes. But that was because of an establishment set up in Britain. Yes. Okay. So not it wasn't set up anywhere else in the world at that point. It's interesting to know that Britain have led the way on Yeah, on we've that. done something right. So does World Vegan Month fall in because it's vegan day today? I tried that... to look that up and it, I couldn't really find a definitive answer for that. I can only assume so. Oh, fantastic. So if you're vegans throughout the world, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> you are welcome for nothing else but the fact that we set up World Vegan Day. So what does World Vegan Month kind of entail? Are there any celebrations? Are there any, like with October, you've got the whole Stoptober. In November, you've got Movember. Do you know what I mean? So like people try and raise money for charities and things like that. Is that what World Vegan Month is about? I think people try to, I think there's marches and things that would usually happen. Ah, But obviously this year. Can't. We can't. But uh, as far as I'm aware, yeah. Yeah, there's like marches and things that would happen, particularly on World Vegan Day. But I think it's just like a reason to to just celebrate being vegan. Mm. Like we do get a lot of stick a lot of the time. So this month and this day particularly, we can just band together and be happy that we're vegan. No, 100%. And it's a great way just to uh, keep getting the word out there, to keep promoting veganism. Exactly. I mean, if people wanted to go vegan for a month... Now would be the perfect month, right? Or well, yeah, or Veganuary, obviously as well. Or Veganuary, yeah. 
there's there's plenty of different options. I think there's someone that does it in the summer as well. There's like an organization that does a month in the summer hmm. because people are really trying to show people that veganism is the way forward. Yeah. And if you try it for a month, I guarantee you're going to love it. Well, yeah. I mean, you may not stick 100% to being vegan for the rest of your life, but you'll definitely make changes and you'll find new and exciting foods and recipes to try that you'll just fall in love with. Exactly. And even just one day of being vegan saves so much water. It saves an animal's life, all of mm. that. Like we we discussed that a couple of weeks ago from what we had saved from being vegan for a year. But even just one day makes a difference. Yeah. Well, one day a week for a year is just phenomenal. Yeah. It would be 52 whole days. 52 whole days. Just one year. And, and if then... you can do that, then you can do anything. Pretty much. So there's also another holiday in November, isn't there? There's Bonfire Night. Now, it's I don't not, know if this it, is... It, is it a holiday? Well, yeah, it's Guy Fawkes Day. It's on the calendar and everything. Yeah. I don't but know if it's... we don't have it off, though, do we? It's not like a bank holiday, I don't think. No, it's not bank holiday. It doesn't have to be a bank holiday. You don't have to get the day off work for it to be a holiday. I don't think that's what, I don't think that's what that means. But I don't think this is something that we do all over the world. I think this is just a British no, it thing. It's just a, a British because thing. Because it was if you are listening from anywhere else in the world apart from the UK and you don't know what Bonfire Night is, it's basically to do with this guy called Guy Fox and he tried to blow up the Houses of Parliament, which is where our uh, politicians and everything live. They you know, don't live, but they they work. They I I think he had the right idea. Hundred <laughs> percent. Um, if you want to know a bit about it, guys, watch the movie V for Vendetta. It's loosely based on the gunpowder plot. But basically, on Bonfire Night, what happens is there's a lot of fireworks going off. Let's just before we get to the fireworks. Do you not think it's a, a bit of a, a messed up holiday? We are celebrating the fact that somebody got burned. Yeah, it's horrendous. Yeah, it's not nice. I don't really know why we celebrate it. Oh, People don't really think of what it is now. They just think of fireworks and toffee apples and soup. (laughs) See, when I was a kid, we used to go around and do Penny for the Guy and you'd make this Guy Fawkes out of whatever you could find, wood, paper, straw, and you'd put him on the top of the bonfire and watch him burn and Oh. Did you, you never do that? No. That was a massive thing, Guy Fox. Yeah. Oh. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people have heard of that, but that's not something we ever did, in my family anyway. But again, when I was younger, I didn't question it. I just went along with it and was got all excited in the moment. But thinking about it now, you're celebrating the fact that somebody, a human being, was burned alive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're pretty messed up, aren't we? Enjoy that vision, folks. Anyway, yeah, you were talking about fireworks. Yeah, basically what happens if you are from elsewhere in the world is there's just lots of fireworks displays that night so all like around the country. in America, the 4th of July and, and things like that. Yeah, yeah, basically. So the, uh, we always set up fireworks and there's a lot of sort of large gatherings of people that do it, but there's also lots of people that do it just in, in their own gardens and, and stuff like that. And we were um, actually went to bed last night so we're recording this on November the 1st we went to bed last night and at 1am about half one in the morning someone set off a firework very 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 close to our house yeah and it was so loud it was horrendous it absolutely shit me up 
Especially after we've just watched a load of horror films. Exactly. I swear I jumped about 12 foot in the air. I was like, oh my God. Um, And then they let off another one. And it was just, yeah. Thankfully, it was just the two. It just made me think a lot about animals. So in Britain, when we do have this time of year, people get a bit carried away and they start to set off fireworks kind of every night from like mid October to mid-November you can hear them going on all the time and you see a lot of people on social media with with pets with dogs and cats and everything who are really upset because their animals absolutely despise it like they're so scared Mm. and it just got me thinking like if that's how scared I was last night but I know what that is imagine this poor animal because there's got to be like wild animals as well that are scared by it. Like, you can't imagine the little squirrels are going to have enjoyed that. But this is what the thing with bonfires in general, like because it's such a cold time of year, mm. those animals go into these big pilings of wood and twigs and whatever to try and keep warm. Mm. So when you set light to that bonfire, you don't know what's in there. There's some wee hedgehogs and stuff, won't there be? Exactly. That's sad. Yeah, so, I mean, is Bonfire Night vegan? (laughs) Well, that's the question. I mean, toffee apples, they're not exactly vegan. Pie and peas, that's not exactly vegan. No, I mean, obviously you can veganise these things if you wanted. But but... just the whole notion of Bonfire Night, it's just a bit... The fact that you're celebrating somebody dying, the fact that these fireworks are going off and scaring animals and humans. Yeah. And the fact that you don't know what is living in the... like The bonfire. The bonfire before you set it alight. Yeah. So much more needs to be done. I think I think it's a nice gathering time. It's a nice family time and it can be wonderful and spectacular to watch. And yeah. We went to a organised bonfire uh, last, last year, year yeah. which was... It was nice. So if you're going to do it and you're going to celebrate this this holiday, then go to organised events yeah. is what I, I recommend. I believe that fireworks should not be on public no. sale. I don't think the public should be able to buy them. I think they should only be available for organised events like the one we went to that are put on by the council, etc. And I think that would help because then it would only happen one night a year. Yeah. And there wouldn't be so many just random things going off. And you're not telling me that the the fireworks that are going off in the air are not damaging the ozone. Well, there must be something. They've got gunpowder and stuff in them. It's not right. I mean, big shout out to Sainsbury's because that's what they're doing now. They're stopping the sale of fireworks. The way it should be, I think. I think everyone needs to follow suit. We don't need them. Who needs to be setting them off, though? I mean, yes, they're pretty for like, what? A second and then they're gone. What's I'm sure we can spend our money on better things. Yeah, exactly. Just take a photo of one. Take a photo and of a firework. <laughs> look at it, whatever you fancy. <laughs> Get it on your desktop. Animate something and put it on the TV. Like <laughs> it's not the same, really, is it? Well, I don't know. Anywho, what's happening in the world of TV, film, theatre? Well, as we talk. Our Prime Minister last night has Bojo. decided to uh, put the UK back on another lockdown. He has. A month long. Just England, sorry. Yeah, I, I, see, I don't know about Scotland, Ireland and Wales. Yeah, it's just England. Is it just England? Yeah. So, yeah. And it, it's at least another month. Now, do you know what? 
don't even get me started on what I think should and shouldn't happen with this. I've got a lot of opinions. I think, yes, it's uncomfortable wearing a mask, <laughs> but do you know Lee what? Lee Petcher, don't get me started, don't but get I'm going to start. <laughs> no, yeah, it's uncomfortable wearing a mask. Yes, it might be off-putting for you, but the way that I see it is if I could potentially save a life, then that's what I'm going to do. If I have to stay indoors to potentially save a life, whether it does or doesn't happen, that's what I'm going to do. It's my moral obligation to do that. And I think it's everybody's moral obligation. Yes, I know businesses are struggling and I feel fear. I really, really do. But there's a lot of conspiracy theories out there that are saying that this COVID thing isn't real. Just look at the death toll. It's going up again. And yes, it may not be as much as the flu, cancer, suicide, all of which need to be tackled. But right now, I think we need to just get a grip of this so that we can then focus our energies the, on them. The infection rate is huge. Like it's cancer isn't infectious. Suicide isn't infectious. And whilst they're incredibly serious, you can't catch that from someone else. So that's why we need to tackle this now. Yeah, this is a whole nation, a whole world, a global issue. Yeah. And then we can start to tackle the other things because if people start getting put into hospital again because of covid that takes up beds from people who do have cancer who do have mental health issues so as much as it is a pain in the ass it is to go into another lockdown let's just do it but again with the whole government thing the rules aren't necessarily clear stay in lockdown but you can go to school because covid can't find its way into schools <laughs> work from home but if you need to work away from home that's fine because covid won't find you there <laughs> it is bizarre but in the terms of our industry yes it means theaters are closing again which it breaks my heart we uh, we bought tickets to go see rent at online home. Online, well, to see Rent online at Hope Mill Theatre, uh, their production of it. And I think they're doing tomorrow night's performance. And then they just, another... they just opened about two days ago. Yeah. Um, and they were running until December, I believe. And then they were, sh- then they were going to show some online stuff for people who couldn't, because they'd put in so much in place, hadn't they, for yeah. social distancing. They'd, they'd spent an and they'd absolute fortune. they got a lot of fortune. slack for that as well. Yeah, which I just didn't understand. We stand with you, Hope Mill Theatre. 100%. Just so you know. We're really, really excited that theatre was back uh, and they are having to close, which is so sad. And there was news that the theatre that you work at, the pantomime was coming back yeah. and now we think that that might have to close. Well, yeah, that was meant to be starting on the 12th of December for three weeks. Was well, that might still go so ahead? it could still go ahead because the lockdown would have eased by then. But maybe what happens in terms of rehearsals for the actors yeah. who are in it, it, I don't know. So it is a hard time for the theatres and for actors out there. But there is a, a glimmer of hope. Oliver Dowden has he tweeted last night that people should work from home where possible, mm-hmm. but where this is not possible, travel to a place of work will be permitted, and this includes film and TV production. Oh, great! So, guys, yes, theatre and that kind of work may be shutting down, but there is still work out there. Yeah. There's still TV and film at the yeah. moment, so let's celebrate that. Let's keep that celebrate going. Celebrate the wins for and sure. I put this out on uh, my LinkedIn today going, come on, guys, let's, yes, it is hard. It is, now's the time for negativity to start creeping in. Let's try and make positivity louder. And 
uh, an actress got back in touch with me and said, yeah, that's great, but they're not allowing people to stay away overnight. So her role had to be recast, I think, okay. because even though she got the, the job, it would have meant that she had to stay overnight Yeah, and she couldn't find anywhere to stay. So, Okay, so that sucks. Yeah. So yeah, it does suck. But I think the, the silver lining of it is that it's there is still, still work out there. So guys, just keep emailing those casting directors, get your showreel up to scratch, get your headshots booked in, do online classes, learn monologues, duologues, whatever. Just keep yourselves going. And from my own personal Twitter account, at Lee Petcher, I am doing this hashtag now, make positivity louder. Wherever I see an actor or an actress booking a role, getting an agent, having an audition, having a, a recall, whatever, I will retweet it with the hashtag make positivity louder. And I am asking all the performers out there listening to this to do the same thing. Yes, negativity can creep in. Yes, people can feel how they want to feel about certain things at the moment, but don't let that consume you. Let's make positivity louder. Let's celebrate everybody's wins. And Hope Mill Theatre, we're celebrating your win. Short-lived at the moment, but you did absolutely fantastic getting that the show rent up and going yeah please support your local theaters buy the the show must go on t-shirt buy the 532 t-shirt that we bought keep theater alive buy tickets for the online showings of rent and and all the other things that are happening because we need to just try and keep theater alive let's yeah let's just keep the industry alive guys and i think that's that's all i can really say about the the industry at the moment yeah we wanted to chat to you a little bit today about our tips for if you are listening to this and you are thinking about trying to go plant-based or vegan. So we've given you tips and hints in previous podcasts. Yeah. I think this is us just kind of collating them. Yeah, giving you a sort of proper list yeah. so that you don't have to go and listen through every, all the other crap that we've talked about. Me slurping water. <laughs> you slurping. So we've got a little list. We'll delve into them now so the first one is be prepared so be prepared like scar stunning who's the singer in this relationship because i don't think it's me anymore (laughs) (laughs) i mean this in a couple of different ways so the first way is do your research before you take the plunge so watch videos about you know other people cooking vegan or plant-based meals listen to podcasts like this one just do a bit of research so you know what you're getting into Mm. and also so then that you know where you're getting your protein your b12 all of that that people will ask you about where do you get your protein from well actually i'll tell you because then it just makes it easier as well for yourself because you know then you know what you're up to and when we say do your research you can if you want to research the things about the meat and the dairy industry, like how the animals are treated um, and what goes into making these products that we do consume. But we're not saying to do that. Like that's not a you must do. It's a hard watch. It's a very hard watch. And, you know, that could put you off in, in other ways as well. So... Definitely research the foods that you're going to eat. Research definitely about the supplements because vegans are known to be deficient in B12 and omega-3s. So get that knowledge down. And if you feel that it's right for you to research what goes on in a uh, a slaughterhouse or how milk is actually produced, mm-hmm. 
then do that. And then also in t- under the be prepared umbrella is if you are going out for a meal or you know you're going to be out for the day, which obviously is not likely to happen at the moment, but you know, <laughs> just in the future. What to do is to look up the menu online. If you know what restaurant you're going to, look up the menu online, see I what mean, your options are. Who doesn't know what restaurant they're going to nowadays? You can't, everyone kind of books up in advance, don't they? Pretty much. But, you know, if if you do know, because some, some people might not, but if you do know, then I would advise looking up the menu in advance so you don't get to the table and have a mini panic of, mm. oh my God, is there nothing I can eat? Because you already know. And then if there's nothing at that particular restaurant, then you can ask the people you're going with, is there any chance we can change? Because there's nothing there for me. Because you don't want to be stuck with eating a side salad and a plate of chips. Because that's not fair. No. But yeah, if you know which restaurant you're going to, look up the menu online and then you, you're you all set. Um, if you are just heading out for the day, I would say like take some snacks with you, some vegan snacks, like a little naked bar or some fruit or something. Because you just never know where you're going to be might have any sort of vegan options for you. No. I would like to think everywhere would now but it's not guaranteed. It depends on where you are in the country. We're quite lucky in Manchester, but if you're in sort of the sticks, then you might not find anything. Make a sandwich, make a wrap, make a thermos of soup. It's a thermos, by the way. That's what I said. You say thermos. Did I? Yeah. You said it on the last podcast as well. Did I? Yeah. Thermos. Thermos. Sorry. (laughs) Make a thermos of soup. Well... It's 2020, everyone should be having masks. So let the thermoses have a mask as well. I don't know. Um, Yeah, and also uh, if you are in a new city or a new country and you're not sure where you can eat, there is some apps that will tell you where you can eat, where there's vegan options or it's just completely vegan um, and that's called Happy Cow. So yeah, be prepared. Be prepared. The first tip. The second tip is take your time. So don't feel like you have to do it all at once. Now, we've said this a number of times. And we'll keep on saying it. really important. You might not be able to go from being a meat eater and a dairy eater to do, to having nothing mm. just ever again. Like, that's that's a big ask. So if you have to go vegetarian first or you want to just do one day a week first, whatever, whatever works for you, yeah. it's completely fine. Even if you just want to cut out red meat, and then cut out poultry a bit later on, then cut out fish. Like baby steps, man. It's really, really, really rare that someone goes completely plant-based overnight. Mm. I mean, Lee did. (laughs) But he's the only person I know that did it that way. It's really rare. And it's really hard. It's Yeah, I bet it is. I was vegetarian first, so it wasn't as much of a huge leap for me. But for you, I mean, it was was a lot. I was taking most of what you ate. And chucking it in the bin. Exactly. And that doesn't just relate to food as well. It relates to cosmetics that we were talking mm. about last week and, and clothing. Yeah. And just like everything in your life. Yeah. Don't do it all at once. You can't do it all at once. And if you have things in the house, mostly sort of cosmetic wise, etc., don't be wasteful. Don't throw them away. Use them up and then replace it with something better. Yeah. That aligns with your new beliefs rather than chucking it all in the bin because that's just doesn't help anything either no it doesn't but so, don't feel like you know you're coming to the end of your shampoo and you've only just started a plant-based diet and you're like oh no now i need to research that as well if you want to focus on your food first and then carry on buying the shampoo that you've got 
do that for a while. Yeah. Like every little helps. It really, really does. Exactly. And, you know, we'd rather you take little steps and get there eventually than try to do everything all at once and then give up after week one. Exactly. It's better to have, as we've, I'm sure we've said this phrase before, but it's better to have millions of people doing it imperfectly than one person doing it perfectly. It makes more of a difference. Yeah. So just do what you can and take your time. And don't let other vegans try and bully you into thinking that you're not doing something right. Because as much as we're like pro-veganism, there are people out there, we've encountered them, who are like, well, you're not doing this, you're not doing that, you're not doing this, you're doing things wrong. It's like, no, I'm doing what I can. The vegan community should be building each other up, not tearing each other down. 100%. The next tip is to veganize the foods that you already love. So believe me when I say you can have everything you want. Pretty much. Everything you want. There's burgers, pizza, mac and cheese. Nuggets. Nuggets, ice cream, everything you could possibly want. Barring prawn cocktail Pringles. <laughs> but you can have other prawn cocktail <laughs> crisps. Can, yeah, you can, you can. <laughs> Sorry, that's just a bugbear, man. Come on. Pringles is the only flavour that, you know, you don't need milk extract in it. Come on, let's let's sort that out. <laughs> you do other Pringles oh, without yeah. it. He's very obsessed about the Pringles. Very, very obsessed. But it's true. <laughs> Anything that you could imagine that you wanted, we have Chinese, we have Mexican. Yeah. We, we, we really don't go without. Literally anything you could want, there is a vegan alternative for it. And in my opinion, I mean, from not eating meat for a little while, so I could be wrong, but in my opinion, it tastes just as good, if not better. Fair enough. I'd, I'd agree to a, an extent. There are some products out there that don't quite match it, but there are other products that far suppress it. Yeah. I mean, look at the, the bacon oh, that we had for your still birthday. Still thinking about the bacon. I mean, that was a, a really nice bacon, but we've had bacon bits in the past that, that haven't been as good. That haven't been as good. Yeah. But again, it's just trial and error. But if you are a person who loves your Big Macs, just get Beyond Burgers and create it at home yourself. Yeah. If you love KFC, there's a vegan KFC burger. There Don't is. have the fries. No. But you can have the... We've talked about that before, haven't we? Don't have the fries. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, honestly, anything that you want, anything that you can imagine... There's cheesecake, there's vegan cheesecake. And it's so good. I don't, honestly, I think it should be illegal to use dairy now because you don't need it. It's so good. Vegan ice cream is so creamy and wonderful. I just don't understand why we need to use dairy. There's vegan hot chocolates. There's just everything. everything. So if you've got something that you specifically think, I could not go vegan because I love X, Y and Z, Please try the vegan alternative and steak. see how you get it's on. It's a vegan steak. There's a couple of different steaks, yeah. Like, I didn't like it personally just because I didn't like steak in the first place. No. But you really liked it, didn't you? I really you? liked it. Now, as I've said from day one, I didn't initially go vegan because of the animals. I went vegan because you wanted to go vegan. And then I learned stuff that I can't unlearn now. Mm-hmm. But if you're one of these people who love the texture of meat and love the taste of meat, but don't want the cruelty behind it. You know, you don't want the murder of these innocent animals. The steak is nice. I think that's one of the reasons you didn't like it is because it did taste so meaty. Yeah. Yeah. So I like, I personally like my fake meats to be a little less meaty, 
But I'm aware that there are so many people who want it to be exactly like me because that's what it's designed for in the right? first place. So oh, everyone's how, got their own preference. How many times have you seen that meme on the internet? Why do vegans try and make their food taste like meat? <laughs> it's like, yeah, but why do meat eaters try and make their food look not like animals? Exactly. <laughs> Oh, it's so weird to eat mashed up vegetables. Oh, so strange. Uh, you eat a dead thing. <laughs> you drink milk from a cow that has been continuously raped. Oh, God. Uh, I know. Okay, next one is to read the labels. If reading labels was an Olympic sport, I'm sure vegans would get the gold medal because you got to learn to read them food labels, babe. Like... They're your best friend. Can I just say, this goes without saying anywhere to people who aren't meat eaters. Like, if you want a healthy way of life, read the labels. If there's something in there that you don't know what it says, <laughs> yeah. and it's full of numbers and it looks really scientific, don't put it in your body. Do you want that in your body? Yeah, exactly. Just read the labels because anything that is an allergen will be in bold. Certainly yeah. that's the case in Britain. Obviously, I can't speak for what it's like in America or Australia or wherever you're listening, but I'm sure they probably have something similar where it'll list the allergens. So soya is an allergen. But when you see that, you're 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 okay. You're good to go. You're good to go. If you see milk, put that down, hon. Stick it back on the shelf. I mean, that's the worst thing, though, isn't it? When you just think, oh, this will be vegan. You look at it, milk. And it's not even just milk. It's milk extract. Milk extract. Like, why, why are you or putting extracts in there? powder or something stupid like that. Pringles. Pringles. <laughs> so, yeah, just it's so good that they're in bold as well because your eye goes straight to it. There are certain things when reading the label that won't be in bold, which I discovered recently because we were looking at toffee apples mm -hmm. and the colouring is made up from crushed insects. Yes. Now that wasn't in bold. No. There are certain E numbers um, which you need to look out for. Now I don't have them to hand but I can stick them in the show notes that are made from like sheep's wool and things like that which aren't obviously then seen as, as being vegan. Um, there's a vitamin which is usually, again, an extract from sheep's wool, which isn't seen as being vegan. So there are things to look out for. And I won't lie, and I'll say, when you first start looking at the labels... It's a minefield. It's going to take you a little while. So your shop might take you a, bit, a bit longer because you're just going to be going around Tesco reading all the labels. But Other supermarkets are available. Other, yeah, yeah, of course. Um, <laughs> but thankfully, there are things, you know, a lot of them will have a stamp on the front of them saying suitable for vegetarians, suitable for vegans. The other thing to mention on that, though, is that if it says suitable for vegetarians, it may still be suitable for vegans. They just haven't updated their packaging. Hmm. So the, t the supermarket we go to is Tesco. And a lot of their stuff does say vegan on it. They they seem to have sort of updated it. But there are things that just say vegetarian. But if you look at the packaging and look at the label, there is nothing in there that is dairy either. So Again, just check check the labels. Just learn to read them labels. Can I just come back to crushed insects? You a can, second? Like, yeah. Why? Who goes? Disgusting. Mm. That would be nice. I'll have some crushed insect there on that, please. There has got to be another way to get that colour that you want than crushing a beetle. I mean, 
didn't you say that they had it in Iron Brew as well? I believe so. Oh. I believe at some point in the past, the orange colour of Iron Brew came from crushing up beetles. Can I just ask everybody out there, do you really know what's going into your body? Because until I went vegan, I didn't. No, but even at that, there are some vegan products where it's like E number central. Yeah. And there's things that you don't know what it is, no. like some of the meat substitutes. If I'm honest, I'd take that over a dead thing any day. Well, yeah. But if you're, you know, if you're health, if you really want to look after your health, then that might not be the way to go. Guys, we went from substitutes through to a, a healthier way of living. Just because it's vegan doesn't mean that it's healthy. And we've said I, that. I really, really, really thought it was. I I honestly, it was just do. like, oh, I'll have that tub of Ben and Jerry's, please. And I won't put on any weight. <laughs> so it's the same with absolutely everything. Again, if you are looking after your body from a, a health point of view, not necessarily a vegan point of view, if you can't pronounce what it is, if you have no idea what it sounds like, if it's just numbered up to the max, put it down. Yeah. But... If you're going vegan because of the animals and things like that, totally 100% respect here. And if these e-numbers and chemically induced meat substitutes are what you need to do that, then go for it. That's what we did. There's exactly. no judgment. And we still do. Yeah, we do from time from to time. From time to time. Exactly. And just quickly back on the labels, like you said, it could take you a while on the first run round Tesco. Once you know what you're buying and you, you're used to it, you don't need to check the labels anymore no. because you're buying it week in, week out. So exactly. that extra half an hour on week one is worth it to go back to your shopping time on week three, knowing that your basket's full of goodness. So again, sticking with like shopping, if you're on a budget, limit your meat substitutes. Yes. So although we've just talked about how it's completely okay to, to have that as a stepping stone or just to eat that way, if you want to eat that way, then 100% go for it. But I will warn you that the meat substitutes, the fake meats are very expensive. One of the major excuses for people not going vegan is that it's expensive. I can tell you hand on heart, it is not expensive. If you buy vegetables and mm -hmm. beans and lentils, not if you buy loads and loads and loads of meat substitutes. If you're having those for three meals a day, your shop is going to be extortionate. But I don't know because you do the shopping now. Meat in itself was really expensive. Meat that was the most expensive. expensive part of the shop. Yeah, meat is expensive. I would say the thing that I found, so sorry to call you out beyond burgers and beyond sausages, but you are very expensive. You get two burgers for £5 or you get two two sausages, two single sausages for £5. That to me is far more expensive than if you're going to be buying like a meat burger, mm. I would have thought. I, I don't know because I don't look at the meat. I, I'm sorry, I don't. I don't want to look at it, but... The mince, yeah, I think the mince that I buy is probably less expensive than beef mince. But there, again, there are options for like frozen veggie burgers mm -hmm. that are going to be less expensive. There, there'll be like a supermarket own brand where you'll get four burgers for like two quid yeah. probably in the freezer. So you can, again, you can bring that down, but you could also then get about four, five, six tins of lentils for that price because 
they're very, very cheap. And lentils are healthier and you're getting all the proteins and all the vitamins and things that you need. Exactly. And if you really want to cut down on your budget, I would seriously think about making like a lentil bolognese rather than putting the the mince in it or making a chickpea curry rather than having your sort of chicken pieces or anything like that. you, You could do a very, very cheap shop on a vegan diet. You just need to stick to the vegetables and your beans and legumes and things like that. But here's the thing, I think, going forward with the meat substitutes. I think they're expensive at the moment because of the lack of demand for them. Mm. So there's not as many people going for the meat-free burgers as they are for the meat burgers. Now, if there was a, a sudden shift in the way that people bought food and more people were buying meatless burgers, then the price would come down. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully that is what will happen in the future. It's all supply um, and demand, right? Well, yeah, exactly. And that's why I feel like, you know, we I like that we buy them every now and again to show the world that they are in demand. Yeah. But we just, we couldn't afford to be buying them and eating them every single night. But there are some nights we do. Every now and again for exactly. a nice little treat. Exactly. Okay, the next one is that mistakes happen. You might slip up. It's It's likely that there will be some point you will accidentally eat some dairy or a bit of meat will accidentally get into your salad or something like that. And these things happen and you do not have to beat yourself up over it. It's absolutely fine. It's not like you need to start all over again and your vegan anniversary date will need to change. It's normal that mistakes will happen. I think we have been quite lucky this last year that our mistakes have been... I think we've only really made that one mistake of eating the KFC chips. That's the only thing I can think of. Yeah. And there's been times where we've been out at restaurants and we've been like, oh my God, is that normal cheese? And we've had to ask and they've assured us it's vegan cheese. Guys, don't be afraid to ask. Don't be British about the whole thing. If this is something that means a lot to you, because I know you struggled with this at times. Yeah. If someone comes to you and you're not sure, ask. You're you're well within your rights to ask. If you asked at the point of order... I'm a a vegan. Can I make sure that this is vegan? And it comes and you're not 100% sure. Ask. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was a bit nervous about asking. I remember we were in, it was Chiquitos, wasn't it? Something like that. And we'd gotten, obviously, Mexican food from Chiquitos. And it came with this cheese and the cheese was all over it. And I was like, oh, my God, I think they've put cheese on it. And Lee was like, right, just ask them then. So I went up and I was like, um, excuse me, is that vegan cheese? And I'm like, yeah, 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 it's vegan cheese. Yeah, yeah. And I, obviously, I have to trust that it is vegan cheese. I would really like to think that if it wasn't, they'd go, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Let's take it back and we'll we'll swap it. Obviously, you kind of just have to be trusting in that situation. They said it was vegan. It didn't melt like normal cheese would. So I, I kind of think it was vegan. But it's, yeah, it's just one of those things, isn't it? Yeah, a lot of it does come down to trust. But at the end of the day, if someone's lying to you, that's on them, yeah. not you. Yeah. You've done everything you can in your power to make sure that what is in front of you is vegan. So yeah. if somebody else wants to lie to you, then it's on them. Yeah. Don't beat yourself up. Don't feel bad about anything. The only way, if you're eating out, certainly, that you could probably guarantee that it's all 100% vegan is to go to a 100% vegan restaurant. Yeah. There aren't that many of them. Not yet. So you might have to go somewhere with vegan options. 
And therefore, it's been in a kitchen with non-vegan things. And there might have been, maybe something accidentally has touched something, but you just have to do what you can. That's all you can do. Just control what's in your power. But how much better did you feel going up to that waitress and asking her about that cheese compared to how would you have felt if you hadn't have done and all night you'd have been thinking I would have constantly been like thinking oh my god that was real cheese wasn't it I've eaten real cheese and and then if any little thing happened where maybe I got a slight sore stomach I'd be like oh my god it was real cheese and it would have just it would have consumed me yeah so if it's a case between your mental health and just upsetting someone for like five seconds and just upset for five seconds, just ask. Plus, I'm sure waiters and waitresses do not mind being asked, excuse me, can I just double check that's vegan? Yeah, as long you as don't... you go about it in a nice way. Yeah, you, not... you don't have to throw a plate at them and, and be like, that's not what I asked for. Just don't be a dick. <laughs> <laughs> rule number seven, don't be a dick. I think that's a rule for life, isn't it? Like, yes, there are meat eaters out there who are dicks. They will rub it in vegans' faces that they... I'm going to go and eat seven steaks now. Right. All right, good for you. Enjoy your heart attack. But on the flip side of that, there are vegans who are dicks. Of course, yeah. So Holier than thou. Just don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. That wasn't one of the tips, but have that one as an extra. (laughs) (laughs) See, this is what you get from the Plant-Based Performance Podcast. You get free tips. (laughs) Right, the last tip I've got is to remember why you started. Now, that that reason might change over time. Like for you, Lee, it's changed. Yeah. You, you started because I wanted to start and you wanted to support me, but now that's changed. You're doing it for your own health, you're doing it for the animals, etc. Yeah. The world, of course, the environment. So remember why you started. If you're doing it for the environment, Maybe just keep reading something every now and again or have a little quote in your mind that you say to yourself so that if things get hard, you can say, no, this is why I'm doing it. Mm -hmm. It's not as hard as I'm making it out to be. This is why I'm doing it. For me, it's the animals is my main reason. So if I think, oh God, I really, really want some Cadbury's chocolate. I just think, well, is that worth what's happened to get that for that animal? No, it's not. And there's different ways that you can keep that there. So for yourself, because it's the animals, have a picture of an animal. A little cow. A little cow or a little baby chick or something just on your phone or as your screensaver or something. So every time you look at it, it's like, that's why I'm doing this. Yeah. Could be a quote. It could be a video. Like if it's to do with the environment or something like that, have a video just stored in your phone with iPhones, you can have your own different folders so you can label it vegan so you know exactly where you go just yeah. to to remind yourself. Exactly. Watch documentaries, uh, read all the, the vegan books out there, listen to podcasts like this one. Just do whatever you need to do weekly just to, to check in with yourself. Yeah. And join Facebook groups. Like we've joined a few recently to try and promote this podcast and just to offer our advice where we can. And get advice And as get well. advice from where we can. And nothing's better than when you've got a community around you, somebody to hold you accountable, someone just to give you information that you might not have already known. And nothing in this world beats helping other people. Exactly. Like the the amount of joy I get from helping someone else 
far outweighs the amount of joy I get from doing something for myself. Yeah. So the fact that you're helping other people in these Facebook groups, in these communities, whatever it may be, it will just go, yes, that's that's why I'm a vegan. And we are here for you guys as well. If you need some help, if you need a reason to carry on being vegan because things are hard because your family aren't or your partner has told you that they don't want you to be anymore, something like that, please reach out to us yeah. and we will we'll talk to you about it. So reach out to us. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at pbperformerspod and you can also email us at plantbasedperformers at gmail.com and we'll be here to just chat to you if you need us. 100%. Guys, if you're listening to us on Apple, that's a nice vegan sounding platform, isn't it? Apple. (laughs) If you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a review, leave us some ratings. Uh, It helps boost us up in the table so more people can find us. Exactly. Please, uh, if you're not listening to us on Apple or if it's Spotify or Google or anything like that, uh, send in some reviews via email or Twitter or Instagram because we love reading you know, what we're doing right, if there's anything we can do to improve. And, you know, we are looking now for guests to come on. So please drop us an email, drop us a tweet, drop us an Instagram DM, slide into our DMs. <laughs> Cheeky. Uh, tell us what it is that you do. Uh, if you're part of the industry, if you're not part of the industry, why you're a vegan or... Why you're not. Why you're not. Just let us know uh, why you want to be on, on the podcast and we'll get back to you. Yeah. So there's some tips for you if you're thinking about becoming plant-based or vegan and you just aren't totally sure how to get started. As we said, we are here for you. So please drop us a line and uh, we'll see you again in two weeks. And please, if you have any tips that we might have missed, get in touch and we will share those as well. I've been Lee Petcher. I've been Emma Drysdale. And we've been putting veganism back in the spotlight. See you later. Bye. Thanks for joining, we had a blast on the plant-based performance